Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives, all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. You know, uh, you think about the country and... What about all them kids that don't get what they need because their dads have been posted and positioned all over the world for years now? Like, what about those kids? They don't get what they need and they're going to come out weird. Are we going to call them bad or are we going to try to love them and treat them right? See, that's, how, that's the attitude you've got to have about when you see deficits in people, there's a right way to look at them. Do you understand? There's a way to look at things that's much healthier than criticism. I prefer that healthy life. I don't ever want to Look at people for what they're not. I have a better life by doing that. I just have a better life. I have a better attitude toward people when I don't sit around and think about what they're not all day long. I can celebrate who they are. You know, I mean, you realize that enables you to go around the world and see different nations that have less or have more or whatever, but you can still enjoy their culture and you can still enjoy their friendship. And you, instead of trying to make them like you, it's the worst thing you can do is try to make somebody like you. God made them unique and different on purpose. It's the redemptive part you should pray about because if you can get the whole man redeemed and renewed, you got a good man. You know, all the fallen stuff, we all got pockets of who we're not, right? Amen. Well, I, got the, I, I titled this one. I've been trying to come up with titles. I'm doing my best. This one is, don't change me before I'm ready. Don't change me before I'm ready. Turn to Mark chapter 4. We've all had people try to make us something, beat us into something, shape us into something, you know. And uh, they got frustrated and we got hurt. Mark chapter 4, verse 26 I love, I love the scriptures. I can't help it. I read the simplest scripture and get my spirit just give 14 ways of excited inside. When I see this, like here, so is the kingdom of God. Now that little line right there tells me that what I'm about to read is how the kingdom works. I mean, this is it. Like if you want to know how one of the big, biggest principles in the kingdom, this is it right here. You realize how you could navigate your way out of things if you know that this is how the kingdom of God works instead of trial and error? So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed in the ground and should sleep and rise night and day and the seed should spring up and grow and he knows not how. For the earth brings forth her fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the air. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Now, that would mean that anything you are looking forward in life to, he says, you have to put a seed in the ground. 
In other words, if you're trying to harvest out of somebody's personality what you've not sowed for, it's almost not right. If you're trying to, we have a, oh boy, don't throw your shoes, but we got a whole generation of people think they got something coming that don't. They've consumed everything and produced very little, let alone give it to somebody else. Consuming the seed. Uh, the sower sows the word. Obviously, the word is the seed. How does it work? Mark 4, 27. We said, you should sleep and rise day and night. I, I tell you the truth. I have found that most people can't relax that long. They got to go mess with the seed. They try to fix the garden. You know, I love tomatoes, which has a little bit to do with this sermon. <laughs> I really love tomatoes. Like, I mean, that's my favorite. You know, I just found out they were a berry here not that long ago. Did you, anybody here know that? I didn't know there was a berry. Anyway, I love tomatoes. I go to the store and I buy tomatoes and they're genetically all the same size in a box. And I thought, somebody had to fix the tomatoes, they were broke. They made them all the same size. They're perfect. As if God, see God likes difference, but men don't, so they mess with it. It's never good enough. It, it's, it's what's, it happens to people, tomatoes, grapes aren't even safe. You know, they're seedless now. Nothing is safe without the meddling of humanity. It's as if God was stupid and God didn't have enough sense to feed people and he should get a new job. It sounds crazy what I'm saying, but we alter births by not letting them happen. We somehow we thought we got a hand in everything and we can straighten it all out. When really all that is, is a lack of submission because the Bible says when you do what God wants you to do, it works out. But if you're not going to repent, you need some GMOs. If you're not going to repent, you need to start fixing other people because you're not letting God fix you. Because when you get fixed, that goes away and it's a sign you've been delivered. When you leave your toolkit at the house, your people toolkit at the house and don't take it out no more, you're free. But if you're not free, you pack your little bag as if you can go fix something and you genetically modify whatever you can fix. God is perfectly capable of making people and tomatoes. God knows what he's doing. Did you notice when you was a kid, all the different sizes tasted a little different too? Maybe they're not all supposed to taste the same. Maybe they're not all supposed to look exactly alike. Maybe God likes variety. Maybe he's not making everybody like you on purpose. So the word is the seed. Now, you can tell when you trust God because you rest. I don't lay awake at night. I plant tomatoes. I have never once laid awake and thought, I wonder if my tomatoes are growing. <laughs> God, I wonder what they're doing out there. I should run out and look with a flashlight. I don't have to. Because see, I can sleep and rise day and night and know that the laws that make them seeds grow are in operation because he is eternal that set it in motion. So I don't have to worry. How much care are we carrying that's really none of our business? I love freedom. I'm a free guy. I love freedom. I tell you that all the time, even about the nation. I'll say it one more time because it makes me feel good. 
I wouldn't care if a TV was two grand and we could only have one every 10 years. I want my freedom. I don't want cheap TVs. I don't want cheap food. Please forgive me. I want deals, but I don't want it at the expense of me getting to do and be what God wanted me to be. I don't want to be obligated. The Bible said, don't make covenants with all them people. Keep your freedom. But we, we have lusted and chased objects and made debt getting them and became slaves to our own desires and enslaved ourselves. I, I, got, I got to do without it, man. I got to have the freedom of choice. God, that's a, that is a God-given deal. You know that, right? God don't make you serve him. He'll even let you choose that one. That's the foundation that you have to be a good decision maker. God let you make it. He knows that if you don't do certain things, you'll go to hell, but he don't interfere with the trip. He just provided an alternate route. Amen. So, if you're going to understand the kingdom of God, then you have to understand this scripture. First the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. That means that you got to look at it when it's a blade and go, I thank you, God, for that blade. That's not time to harvest, is it? The blade is not time to harvest. And it's not time to meddle with it. Even the scripture talks about Jesus and says, he shall grow up before you as a tender plant, a root out of dry ground. See, there's a, there's a tender part, even a baby when it's born, it's tender. It's God's way. Then the ear. If you eat the ear, you don't have any seed. So if you are ambitious in what you want from God too soon, it terminates with you. There's a season of maturity that things have to come to so they can reproduce. If you're impatient, you'll consume the future of your children. Does that sound familiar to you? There's a season when something is ready and it, he gives seed to the sower and he gives bread to the eater. He's got a way of harvest that creates food and seed. But when we're such an impatient people, we have borrowed way past the lifetimes of I don't know how many generations to create a $20 trillion one, but that's just one. We do it as individuals, so don't blame the government because we spend way past our lifetime. You know, I, I, I've said this in the financial things I've taught, and I'm not going to teach on finances, but I'm going to give you the idea so you understand. When you, when you buy something, let's just pick automobiles. I'm allowed to say that. I spent almost 30 years selling them, so I'm allowed to talk about it. You want to borrow a car, and there are a lot more now. You know, ten last ten years, it's phenomenal. But I'll stick with the five hundred dollar payment because I think the average payment is four ninety eight in America. Now the interest rates were more. Now they now they stimulus it by no rates. But if you borrow thirty thousand dollars, which the average loan now is twenty nine grand, and you used to be there's probably six grand interest. To I said this before to net thirty six thousand. What do you got to make? Forty eight roughly. Depending on your tax bracket, just say forty eight grand. That meant the day you signed that paper, you just pledged $48,000 of your income. But because it's in little increments, you don't think of it that way. But before taxes, you spent 48,000 bucks. 
when you sign the note. Because that's what's going to take for you to clear enough to make that payment. So you have just pledged on your W-2, if you make 48, you just pledged a whole year. Now, if people would think of things that way, they wouldn't be so apt to sign. But they break it down in small increments because they know how to get people to buy. You can rent furniture by the week if you want to because they break, they gotta find a way to make it small enough to tell you it's so much a day. Do you see what they know what they're doing and we gotta pay attention? Somebody should have said amen. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. In chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John, God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other means than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.mfcministries.net. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.mfcministries.net. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283. That number again, 001-304-292-7283. Or write MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time, here on this station, for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right. <music>